Almost 30 with Krista Williams and Lindsay Simpson. Each week, we catch up with Krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now. What hilariousness happened then? And to ask, is it almost 30? Uh, so, last night, um, I hadn't seen him in 12 years. 12 years. Sophomore year of high school, we like went to a party. It was my first time drinking, New Year's Eve. I had a shot of Bacardi 151 and like the rest was history. Nothing happened. But like the last time I saw him, he was such an asshole. He was wearing puka shells. (laughs) Actually, not too far. What I know know is that I was wearing a pink pinstripe button down shirt with a pink puffy vest. Hell yeah. And fucking bell bottoms. Hell yeah. And my like shell top Adidas, which I still wear today. I know. But. Back in. (laughs) But, uh, oh man, it was just funny. So, so he wanted to see me. He was in town and I'm like so glad I saw him and I made him, um, tell me what that night was to him in his eyes. Mm. It was so different than mine. Was the last time you saw each other? Yes. 12 years. What happened? Um, he went off to college. In, like, the same circles. He went off to college. I was I was hurt by oh, that night. I was like, then? I fucking hate you. What? Were we sixteen? Yeah, and he was eighteen. Oh. So he went to college. Totally. And um, were you fighting? No, I was just devastated. I got grounded because my mom found pictures of that night. It, nothing bad happened, but she, shots? she, yeah, on Snap, <laughs> Snapfish. Remember Snapfish yes. album? She found them and I had lied. I said I was at Michelle's house for New Year's and I was really Michelle's house at this party. House. Yeah. yeah. House. So my mom would call the house and like talk to Michelle's mom. We played it all out. She talked to Michelle's mom and then I fucking left. Would Michelle's mom play along? Yeah. Cause she was cool as shit. She is cool Shut as shit. Up. I know I felt bad. I should actually thank her for that and actually apologize. Mrs. Russo. She's the best. She's awesome. Really? Um, so Would anyway. she, like, be so awesome she'd buy beer for you guys because she wanted you guys to drink I cannot home. say that on <laughs> air. <laughs> She's like, no, guys, I'm the cool mom because, like, if you drink, I just want you to drink in front of me at my house. <laughs> but that – I kind of believe in that. I don't believe in buying alcohol for minors, but I believe in having – No. Get-togethers at kids. your house. No, you need to scare your kids. It's <laughs> so true. So my dad scared the shit out of me. So we got together last night, had dinner, and it was great. Is he tall? Yeah, he's very tall. Really? Oh, yeah. He's like 6'4". Really? Yeah. Very tall. I don't think you've talked to a person that's under 6'3 in the past month. I know. It's a thing. I don't know. I got to get over it. I know. So uh, it was just really interesting. I, I have a lot to say, but I feel like... Say it. Um... It was almost as if, like, we had never, like, no time had passed. Yeah. Okay. No time had passed. Hey, guys. Yeah, welcome to Almost 30. Sorry, I had to tell that. Hey, guys. We're telling a little little biddle of a story. Lindsay's (laughs) bringing us in on her love escapades. (laughs) Um, Here I am. I was talking the other day about how when you're dating for a long time, you don't make out anymore. Really? Yes. Oh, I am didn't... not the only one. I was talking to my friend. No, no, no. I, I mean, I believe it. I'm like, I cannot remember last time I, we made out. 
Like, oh, I think making out is like the sexiest thing. Oh right? my god! But like after a while, I, I can like, imagine it's like hard the to initiate. Down is the sexiest thing. <laughs> no, but anyways, tell more about your date. So we, we. So wait, you went on a date with someone she hasn't seen in twelve years, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just amazing to see him again. Mm-hmm. He's lived literally a lifetime in those 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. He's been to Afghanistan and lived in Germany and just so many things mm-hmm. and. Um, I think he's had some like really low lows and really high highs. And like, now he's like kind of back to being himself. And I see that like, whoa. So it was just refreshing. It was refreshing to see him. You saw him wearing, you're like, I see you still in the American Eagle t-shirt with your hair spiked up like a waterfall. (laughs) He goes to me. It's you. He's like, the last time I like really remember seeing you was in the front yard of Sal Paperone's house and you walked up and and you you were wearing black yoga pants and a spaghetti strap shirt. Oh. I was like, so me. You're so right. Um, You're like, I'm still wearing that. I know. That's my my outfit every day. I was still in style then. Were you wearing that? I don't remember. That's like a very... I feel like when I was... I never wore workout clothes until... Lululemon came around. Was that, I think I was wearing was it because I wanted to show like a little midriff and Hundred. like wear tight pants. I wore this like BB. I don't think I worked out tank top, and it was like BB and in bedazzle and these like bell bottoms. I remember I was waiting at the window for this like height or I was in eighth grade and the kid was a senior, so that mm-hmm. shows how much of a fucking loser this kid was. <laughs> and I'm like waiting in the window, and my parents are like, "What are you doing?" Because I'm literally like my. <laughs> gut is like out and i was like nothing guys i closed the baby closed the door to the kitchen i like ran out the back in my bb top my stuffed bra my bra was like filled with like what was it like babies. a oh you stuffed it with Fuck stuff yeah. yeah i was like so awkward remember like, what we, are you doing you clown did you ever get the three inch padded bra from or the ones with liquid in it remember those oh yeah dude one time in eighth grade <laughs> my two friends they like pulled me into the bathroom we're like <laughs> They're, like, in the large girl's bathroom, like, hey, girl, we don't know how to tell you this, but, like, everyone is talking about how you stuff your bra. (laughs) (laughs) And I was, like, you guys are such bad friends. And, like, cried, like, wiped my tears with my padded, my stuffing. But they're being good friends. Such good friends. But it was because the girl that was talking to me about it was the only girl in eighth grade with boobs. So it was, like, she had a leg up. The first time a boy touched my boob. Oh, it was such a letdown to him because, uh, I mean, from afar, it looked like I had, like, a nice oh full B. <laughs> and then they go under. And, and then like, they, like, they creep under and they're, like, trying to get up. <laughs> and, like, the boob pushing. moves as they go up. It's because it's, like, the padding. And he was, like, oh. And he, like, looked at me. I was, oh, like. Oh, God. My, I could feel my face just getting um, so red. I'm, like, you going to continue? I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> let them. Like, I wouldn't. Like, let them do it because I stuffed. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, if you actually... Like, I just had, like, the I think really I had, like, a week of it. Like, bra. I didn't do it for after a while because I would just get, like, fatter and fatter. But I just had, like, a week of it of stuffing. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe, like, a year. But then I but then they made those extra padded bras, so I was, like, set. Dude, what the fuck kind of body are you trying to have? You know what I mean? It's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Victoria's Secret Angel. It's so true. It's literally actually fucked up. Like, thinking about yourself as an eighth grader, you want, like, a C cup. Like... You need to check mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Why? It's like, what do you want? Like, what kind of body are you hopeful for? That's so sad. It and is they, really that's sad. when you have the best body. The best body. Eighth graders have the best bodies. Say it once, I'll say it again. Like, no curves, no fat. 
Smooth shoulders. Smooth. <laughs> Smooth all around. <laughs> it's like perfect. Um, all right, let's jump into this. Are we ready? Yeah, I was thinking about your date. So what's next? He That's wants, almost 30. He wants to be cool he, about stuff. He wants to see me every Friday. He said he would fly in. From where? Houston. Hmm. And I, was, and I said... I'd be like, buy me stuff. I said, no. I said, I said, that's <laughs> That's nice me. and all, but I was like, give me the money. That's a lot. <laughs> no, we talked about that. I was like, I'm, I was like, I don't fucking care. I have so many friends who care so much about money and they'll mm-hmm. never admit it. And it's fine. True that. But like, they've always been like, that's so good for them for being consistent and true. To true that. that. But, uh, um, what do you think they try and mask it with by saying, what do you think someone says? Who really saying that they money? love him. <laughs> Oh God, it's so true. I love him, but I love him. I love his. I don't know. I love his bald head. I was just gonna say that. I love that fucking bald head and beer belly. Yeah, it means he's comfortable with me. Buck teeth. Yeah. I mean, I don't know know anyone that's actually dating anyone for money right now. Shout out, friends. I have like acquaintances more so because mm, I can't be friends. friends Actually, with I have one. She's dating someone that's like forty-five. Wow, well, yeah. She's like, I love it. I love it. There's like no bullshit. I love it. We're just like, <laughs> we just like get each other. I've always been an old soul. I'm like, yo, homeboy's nasty. <laughs> But, you know, that's their thing. Like, if they love each other, whatever. And they travel all the time. Wow. Mm-hmm. I just would, I would have a hard time not building a life with someone. That, Together. Like, yes. being, yep. yeah. Kind of seeing from, from, from the start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And finding success together and, and supporting and witnessing it and being a part of it. It's not always going to turn out like that. You could just marry someone. Or meet someone who's already kind of established. Mm-hmm. But I love that idea of like growing together mm-hmm. and seeing him like succeed and like kind of rise in the ranks of whatever he's doing totally. together. But and what is like money if like you can't like hang out with a person? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, or if you don't you... like, I wanna wanna. I would want to want to rip someone's clothes off. Like yes, all the time. Yes. You know, like have that type of urge. I'm not saying like that fire will be there 24 hours a day, but I just want to look at them and be like, damn. Yep. I'm so lucky. hundred. Like I'd rather like walk around with someone who's like. Like if you lost everything tomorrow, I would still be like, thank God. Thank God you're hot. Yeah. Well, it's like just that attraction, (laughs) right? Yeah. Like personality Mm -hmm. and looks like you just like connect no matter what happens. You could fucking Mm -hmm. be living in a box. What and you're st- <laughs> oh, is our that was my patting in my bra. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you just have that foundation where it's totally. So it's. I think that's like in your family, man. That is all. If you marry someone for money, or you want someone for money, that's your family mm. influencing you, hundred mm-hmm. percent. That's so a longer one. So I told him not every Friday. I was like, that feels aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this has been magical nice tonight. Thought. Like totally magical. And totally. I'm like, it was, it was so good to see him and what, and connect. I was like, but I was like, it's I'm been 12 with... years. I was like, not every Friday. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> Friday's kind of my night. I do groceries, do laundry. It's kind of my time. <laughs> oh man. Thank you.
if you know this, but one out of eight couples struggle with infertility. It's kind of staggering. Most people don't know and or aren't ready to talk about it. And the thing is, we really need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and for our future. Sometimes we can be so lost in the shame of it all that we forget to really take action and figure out our best options. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. I've been having fertility conversations with a lot of you in my DM, so I'm excited to talk about Modern Fertility. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home, major, major, with a simple finger prick. You mail it in with a prepaid label, and you'll get personalized results within six business days, okay? And you'll get insight into your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserve, aka if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age, and other important factors that can impact your fertility. Results really go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Just to give you a sense, traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones at a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30, you can get $30 off your test. Plus you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA, HSA. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make that decision that's right for you. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $30 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30. This is limited time. So take advantage now. That means your test will cost $149, which is really, really great. Hormone testing at a fertility clinic, again, can cost three times as much. Get $30 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30. That's modernfertility.com slash almost 30. All right. 20s. Us. 30s. 30s. Us. Us. One of our favorite segments. 20s and, us. and apparently 20s yours, us. yours too. So many people have written in saying how they love to hear, especially our 20s us, because they relate so much. Totes. So glad. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So guys, I'm trying not to say totally. So I'm saying oh, yeah. totes. Oh, yeah. You're not, you're trying not to say totally Oh, my God, you guys. There was the one episode where I was like, oh, please, God, don't. <laughs> don't totally, 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 totally. And I said totally eight times in a row. And mine is um and pregnant pauses. Hmm. My my um, Jewish LA mom mm. called me out. She's like, "So I listened to a, to an episode, and it's good. Mm. And um, I just think you should not say um so much." I, I didn't was hear like, "That at all?" I was like, "Mom, mm. I didn't hear that at um, all." See, I just said, oh, <laughs> I "Just yeah. said um." So I need to just let it flow and not doubt what's coming out of my mouth. Yeah. Right now. Okay. But totally is like, I just want people to know I'm feeling them. See, I believe every single fucking totally you every, say. Because I used to say, and that's where 100 came from, like 100, 100. But like with totally, I'm like, I just, I, I don't know how to tell people like I'm feeling it. You know, I'm like, what yeah. you're saying is true. true. Yeah. I'm going to say true, 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 true. true. Um, okay. Give me your 20s, Krista. 20s, me. 20s, me, me. 20s me was reminded how I've got a big old scratchy scratch on my car. Like, big old dent. You didn't see it. I know. You have um, me. Oh, uh, Dude, 20s me was in a car accident mm, once a week. Literally no joke. I think I totaled two cars 
Mm-hmm. And I hit one time I pulled out of my garage in the morning and I hit my dad's car behind me. And my dad was like so cute. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, like I actually been waiting for that to happen. So I'm glad that it did. You know, so sweet. Did it again the next day. He's like, that one surprised me. <laughs> He's like, this one, I'm not going to lie. That one surprised me. I'm like, oh, cool. But um, I feel like it's when, like I'm always on fucking Mars. Like I literally am just on Mars and I'm only brought down to Earth when I hit another vehicle or like I mm-hmm. run into a pole. I'm like, oh, damn, I'm on this planet and like I need to be in the car, you know, like. Driving is such a, a such. bizarre thing. And <laughs> I, some, do you ever black out where you don't know Hell how yeah. you got there? Hell yeah. All the time. Like, like, what am I thinking about? I'm thinking about so many I'm different things. just whipping around the town. I'm yeah. trying to get in. I'm trying to, like, text. I'm just kidding. I don't text and drive. I hate that. But, oh, and one time, I totaled my um, dad's car. My dad's a convertible, like, his, like, midlife crisis car. I would drive it to work some, or to school sometimes, and it was a stick. And I was, like, pulling out of my neighborhood, and I was shift down shifting, and I also was eating oatmeal. And so I'm, like, turning the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, eating oatmeal, like, braiding my hair. Like, texting my boyfriend and, like, like plucking my nose hairs. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, whipping the wheel, and there's a car that goes down in the dip, comes over to the side, collides on the side of me. So it hits me, and we literally – it is, like, total, like, the scariest moment of my life. Oh, my God. Car's on the other side, and I think I told you this. And the guy gets out of the car, and he's, like, my age. I'm, like, cool. He's, like, my age. And he's limping so bad. I'm like, oh shit! I'm like 16. I like put the oatmeal down. I would have like, vomited. Uh. Yeah, it was right outside my neighborhood. No joke, it was 300 feet away from my house, and my mom didn't even come to the accident site. <laughs> oh She's like, oh. And he gets out. He's like handicapped. He has crutches. He like can't walk normally before the accident. So I'm thinking that I hurt him because of the accident. So I'm like, oh, I crippled someone. Mm-hmm. Like freaking out. Blah blah blah. But he was really sweet in the end. Thank God. I told you. He called. He called and asked me to prom. So oh, sweet. that's right. Yeah, he like called me after we like a week after, and was like, "Would you like?" He's like, "Oh, like, how's it going?" Like, I and I, I, don't, I thought he like wanted my insurance information. I'm like, "Dude, I gave it to you at the site." Like, blah blah. blah. He's like, oh, "I was hoping you'd go to prom with me," and I didn't. It's okay, I know. I feel like you have to draw a line. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> I didn't, so I just sucked his dick. <laughs> I was like, hey, "I know it'll make this all better." I almost hit a homeless guy today. In your car. Yeah. I've hit, hit almost two people. Just well, he I... was walking while he was green, oh. and I didn't see him to my right. He was in that, like, little blind spot, and he, like... He, like, wants to be hit. He, like, touched my car, and he was like, huh. And I was like... And I... <laughs> but I automatically thought I was wrong, but I was like, oh, it's a green light, but I just... I was like, I almost hit a homeless guy, and... He wants to be hit. He wants to be hit. I know. I know. So you should have did it. So I just, I, like, Have reversed. You seen, like, the homeless... <laughs> There's sometimes a homeless man that sometimes sits at Rose and, like, uh pacific and he stands in the middle of traffic and he like leads traffic like he's like he's, like doing it himself like he's a light and people like to fucking take it seriously he literally has like dreads down he's dirty as fuck and people are like slowing down like uh, uh, uh. <laughs> good for him i know right i love him he's like, gotta purpose. go to work today he like but it's funny he's like faking the worst job in the world like, the worst job in the world is to be a traffic person, and he's, like, faking like that. Like, it's not even, like, his job. I'm like, that's literally oh the worst. God. I love him. We should so, talk. 20s me was in accidents all the time. One time I also hit someone. 
and they didn't have insurance, but I was too retarded. So they're like, just give me $300. So I gave them $300. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and then, um, yeah, and then I went to dumb. school. Um, trying to think of any other accident stories. I don't know if I have any other ones. My car got stolen in Chicago. I told That's you that. Right, yeah. got stolen. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> oh, and it got used for like Damn. Tokyo drifting. Shut up, because it had a spoiler. Be, yeah, because that's you guys, my Serious civic. Serious spoiler. A spoiler. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> like, my dad's like, if you want, we can get like a system in it. And I was like, no. That is cool. Yeah. he. My dad's really cool. He knows I'm special. <laughs> he knows. I'm like, <laughs> Love him. All right. 20's me. Um, 20's. 20's me sent the weirdest most aggressive shit to boys. Mm, like how? Sent. In the mail? Like ordered, sent, customized, personalized. Girl. Example. Once I sent. I think everyone kind of did this. But like to boys that I wasn't dating for a long time, it was like, I want to show them how much I, know I how care and how potentially awesome I'm going to be oh, as their future right. girlfriend. Yes. So I sent like custom M&M's. For this boy's What'd birthday. What'd they say? Um, s- simply thank you. But I wanted, like... Totally. Oh, my God. Like, I've never received this before in my life. And so I told special. my mom about it. And I feel a certain you're, way. You're the one. Yeah. So, I, I would just, like, give, give, give. Spend yeah. money. Give, give, give. Um, I mean, I would set, like, in the beginning of my relationship, my long-term relationship with my boyfriend in college... I would send him, like, care packages. We lived, um, like, not even a quarter of a mile away. Shut up. On campus. What would be in them? Um, I think one of them had, like, sausage. Like, dude shit. Like, I ordered, like... Dude, that's (laughs) the thing. That is literally the thing, I'm like, what... What would his friends think was cool... Yep. You're like, what if they opened the box? Yeah. Um, I'm like a bottle opener. Yes. Dried flip flop bottle opener. Dried sausage. Yes. Um, penthouse. A man <laughs> candle. Like the stupidest shit. But I was like, I am thoughtful. You totally. I'm gonna make an impression. They're always gonna remember me. I don't know why that was like. I, was that like teaching or something? Because I did that too. I think it was. It, it was like, like teaching was them how. It no, was teaching them that I was something. the shit. Oh, for sure. Oh, maybe it was like our own insecurity. But like why I did it. Yeah. I feel like teaching these immature boys like this is what a, a wife. A, <laughs> man, probably. Probably. That's probably what was in my head. Which is so crazy. But it taught me that like, no. No. Stop. I mean. I haven't it, bought Justin anything in like. But yeah, it's like why, why things like. When Jen, in our interview with Jen Glantz, Bridesmaid for Hire, when she said, 20s Jen chased after boys and people and things that were not chasing after her. Mm-hmm. And, like, that, like, rang so true. I was like, oh, that is, so, that was so me. Dude. Just chasing. You're just giving. You're like a giver. Yeah, but it's, that, for me, is, like, a way of chasing. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't get a lot in return, which mm-hmm. is fine. Like, I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. You know? One time I got a care package, and it was because my boyfriend at the time cheated on me, and he sent me an iPod. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'll take that. I was like, 
Read Did it have a playlist? Eye for an eye. Play, yeah. Playlist on it? Oh my god, I don't know. It was, and it wasn't even like the iPod. It was like the iPod Play that you like click to your shorts. Oh, come on, bro. He got it for free somewhere. So true. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I'm shuffling every time I want to listen to music. Holy shit. So right? True. So true. 30s. 30s Krista. What do you want to know? What is something that... Is a little scary Damn. and daunting. So something that's scary and daunting is this is for real, ladies. When people fucking tell you that your metabolism slows down, <laughs> it is fucking real. Like I am like uh. I was like running the other day and I was like, I am Terry Williams, my mom, running right now. I have a fupa that I can feel. Oh my God, stop it. I swear to God. Jesus no. Christ. Like my body has just like changed in ways that like I never would have thought. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, like the way that I'm distributing weight now is like, what? like the other day we were laying, we adjusted, we're like laying down, we're like chilling. He like slaps my fupa. Oh, stop. swear to God. I'm like, wait, I was like, wait, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? He's like, oh, nothing nothing but it was like an instinct where he was like what's happening slap swear swear and then when we were in soul cycle the other day and i was like rubbing it and the lady next to me is pregnant after soul cycle we're like done i'm like oh cool we're like sitting up i'm like spinning she's like next to me i'm like oh we're both rubbing our bellies she's literally i turned to my right she's literally nine months pregnant i'm like i'm rubbing my belly along with a nine months old pregnant woman like what the fuck is going on so i just feel like I know it's in perspective. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm healthy, and I'm thankful for my body. No, I'm not saying that, but I I understand. Like it is, it's a fear. It's a total fear. Like as we get older, like literally the stories. Mm-hmm. Almost like to the day you turn thirty. Literally. They're like, oh, I just start to gain weight. I get tired. Yes. Uh, I can't eat any bread. Yes. It goes directly to my inner thought. I just like didn't believe it. I'm like, whatever. You guys need to like Mm. take hydroxy cut and like whatever. But I feel like, I feel like that. Like I feel like I need to change the way I'm eating now that I'm older. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like I, you just can't fuck around. Like me and my friends talk about it. It's like you can't have one night of like eating a whole pizza. And like, you know, in college you could kind of do that. And like, Mm -hmm. it was like fine. Like nowadays you cannot fuck around. If you have a cheat night, you can tell. Mm-hmm. You know, like every day you have to be good. It sucks. I know. I just see moms all the time. I'm like, you eat like birds. My mom literally eats like four gummy bears at 2 p.m. and then like soup for dinner. She's a whole can of worms. But I'm like, every time I'm with her, I'm like, what the fuck? You literally don't eat. I know. Same with my mom. She just eats like a bunny. Yes. I'm like, normal? come on, mom. Is that normal? I don't know. Like, I just have such a ravenous motherfucking appetite. I, I mean, always have, like... always will. No, but I've, even before I worked out for a living, always hungry. And just always, like, if food's in front of me, I have to finish the whole thing. Yeah, same. I don't know where that comes from. I didn't grow up in the depression, but. I know. But I, but my mom's like, no, I'm full. Yeah. I don't register full. Same. I'm like, I say I'm, not, I'm, I'm not full and I'm also. <laughs> I'm like, but this is fun. But this is, yeah. I'm like, I know you're full, but this like, is really to... fun that we're doing. <laughs> so true. Right? I'm like, I'm like, I want to do that again. That was so fun. I would mm-hmm. love to do that again. Mm-hmm. I need to like remove the reward aspect of food. You know, it's not like I'm like 
just went to Barry's. Now I'm going to go get a McFlurry. But I'm like, I definitely am like, I can't wait for a treat when I get home. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's my, like, fun and pleasure. And I need to, like, remove that. And I need to, like, just, like, find joy in, like, other things in life than, like, freaking food. Yeah, I don't know what that because sh- I love food. I don't want to ever like not. I know not, I always want to love food. Not like a, I don't know. I guess just like listening more to my body of what mm-hmm, I, what mm-hmm, I want. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. You know, yeah. like listening more. What are you and remembering for? how it makes you feel after you eat a certain mm-hmm, thing? Mm-hmm. I, I had two pieces of pie last night. My rider made me a oh pie. My God. Got home at twelve thirty. Had two pieces of pie. Oh, but I felt like shit. Yeah. That's the thing. It was like, like a sugar high, and then I came down yep. and woke up almost feeling hungover yep. from the sugar. Mm-hmm. And I have to fucking remember that. Mm-hmm. The next time I come home late and want to down mm-hmm. a fucking half pint of ice cream. And I think about it with, like, drinking, too. Like, I always say with drinking, I'm like, I don't know, because I don't drink, really. I'm like, I don't know how people, like, get drunk and hungover, mm. and the next day they feel like shit, and, like, that's And then so they crazy. do it again the next weekend. But... I think about it and I'm being very aware with food, I'm kind of doing the same thing. Mm. If I'm eating something like literally in two days, an entire jar of peanut butter, and then I'm feeling like shit and I've done it again. Like I know no one's perfect, but it's kind of like the same mentality of craziness, you know? Yeah. Like you, okay, then learn from it. And then if something doesn't, you, you don't enjoy, you need to actually make a change and do something different, Mm -hmm. you know? But I think all bodies are different. I'm really just figuring out, like, at this age of my life, like, what my body needs or, like, what it wants, whatever. Because mm-hmm. 30s me wants to be the sexiest girl yet. Yeah. yeah. You know? I think we will be. I feel like 30s is a really sexy decade. Me too. It's the sexiest decade ever. <laughs> it's, like, just sexy, sexy, sexy. sexy. Um, 30s Lindsay. See, there's that um again. Mmm. 30s Lindsay. Totally. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Love your totally don't stop. I know. 30s Lindsay. Um, mm. Mm-hmm. 401k. Damn. Didn't start it yet. This is so boring. Oh. Sorry. The soul sick will give you one? Yep. Didn't start it yet. Really? Yeah. I don't know what my thing is about not wanting to deal with... Um, planning for financial later in my life. Yep. I am so resistant to it in a way that's just like, I don't know if it's just like sabotaging or Mm. I don't want to learn about it. Maybe it comes from like my upbringing, like my dad, my dad works in finance, but never taught me about any of this. So because I don't know a lot about it, I don't, I don't feel confident about like any decisions I'm making so I'm gonna have to ask a lot of questions Uh ask a lot of people consult with whoever and that feels take a class yeah you said that and I'm like yes and I want to take a class on finance because it's like we all don't we all say that we I mean I say that like I it makes me uncomfortable like I don't want to think about it I don't know anything but they want you to not know anything and they want you to be uncomfortable by it and the the man wants you to keep continue to be inactive about it and it's the most important thing in our life like is money essentially because it's freedom and doing whatever you want so like we need to be knowledgeable you were just dj Khaled in that moment key that's a major fucking keeler they don't want you to know they don't want you to know (laughs) no but it's so true 
um, it's knowledge, not fun, but like knowledge is power, and I have to fucking buck up and start saving. I don't want money to be this thing where I'm not spending anything and I'm just saving mm-hmm. because I don't think that's like the purpose. Girl, girl don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> Let me ease your mind. You're good. I'm doing it. I'm not saving a yeah. goddamn dime. You're so, doing great. Check. Got that one. <laughs> but I do want to start. Uh, I don't know. You need to get the 401k. It's super easy. Yeah. It's free money. Literally. Okay, I'll do it tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. I'll do it Monday, yeah. Tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. Okay. All you have to do is, like, log in, make an account, free money. That money, like, is so weird. Like, I still look at that money now. I'm like, what did I do for that? Like, nothing. Hmm. You know? That is my goal, actually, by the end of this year, is to really set up, like, a financial system that like i'm comfortable with that will be making me money like in tony robbins master the game of money mm. and then i will i will teach you to be rich by ramit saidi i'll link that is oh, like one that. of the best books i've ever read it's so good it's so easy to digest understandable gives tips that make sense that are applicable to everyday life and then tony robbins book is so challenging it's very like it's very meaty but I base. I mean, I told Justin two days ago. I was like, "Hey, like, will you handle our finances for us?" Because <laughs> I don't want to do it, but yeah, I need to. That's so immature. Um, have you learned? Have you heard about LearnVest? Mm-hmm. Is that the penny thing that no, rounds every dollar you spend up? No, it's oh. basically like for our generation. Oh, really? Or our? They're marketing to like thir- people like turning thirty, right. basically. Yeah, like directly. Um, I have to look into it, but I've heard uh, people who have joined it are, it's the same thing, like reading these books. It's just mm-hmm. being smarter, taking control mm-hmm. of like your financial future, mm-hmm. um, and what's going on now and understanding mm-hmm. it and not, you know, making silly mistakes that it will, um, affect you forever. Yeah. So learn vest. And I love yeah. those two books. We're going to, I will teach you um, Mastering the Game of Money by Tony Robbins are really good. There's also a book called Rich Bit, not Rich Bitch, maybe Poor Bitch or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's amazing. I'll find out the real name of that book. And one thing that she said that I always loved, it was kind of like to the point of the lattes thing where they're like, save money, don't buy lattes, whatever. And she talks about the way to save money is by making more of it. And I think that is the motherfucking truth. Mm. It's like, Figure out your baseline of how much you spend, and if you want to fucking make more money, work hard. That's my thing. Like, I would rather work harder, save more money, than save that extra, than, like, adjust my life. Saving the extra makes so much more sense. But everyone's different. Like, someone else could be, like, a saver, and they're really... I know my friends, some of my friends are, like, amazing savers. Like, one of my best friends paid for her schooling. Like, she went part-time at our job, paid for her schooling with her savings. I, like, walked up to her computer one day, and her savings was up. I almost puked on myself. I was like, how did you save this much money? Whoa. Like crazy. But anyways, finances, you know us. Yeah. We talk about finances a lot. We have really good money so tips. Now, now I have to hold myself accountable because I just yeah, said it out so loud. so true. Yeah, me too. That's now good. I have to like chill out on eating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have... A question. A question, a caller. Yeah. So exciting. Hey, girl. What's up? Hey. We're so happy you're here. Hi, ladies. 
<laughs> so, um, we got you. Oh, I have a question for you girls. Oh, yay. I know. That's why we called it. We need to hear, we need to hear the background, yeah, the question. Right. Yeah, you're good. Jump into it. Um, guys, I can't hear this. I think the surf is kind of bad. <laughs> it is fucking shitty. We're poor as hell. Can you, <laughs> can you hear me now? Uh, yes, I can hear you now. Okay, cool. Perfect. All right, go ahead. Okay. Wondering if you guys can help me. Um, I was wondering how Oz gets over relationships. Mm. You guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. Keep going. Okay. So I recently, not so recent, but I lived with my boyfriend in Atlanta uh, for a little over a year, and then we had a pretty nasty breakup. Um, but I just feel like it's so much harder after living with someone to get over a relationship. Um, mm. You know, to miss that comfort of you know sleeping. In the same bed every single night, mm-hmm. and you know, cooking dinners and watching movies. Um, so it's one thing to get over a breakup, but when you have to live with someone, I feel like it's so hard. And you know, in my early twenties, mm-hmm. I thought like it would be easier to get over someone. You just you go out, you get drunk, you, you go to the bar, and sure, I did mm-hmm. a little bit of that, but now I feel like it's a little bit harder to cope. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like feel like my like the time is ticking, and it's almost been a little shy of a year, and I'm still not entirely over the relationship or mm-hmm. missing him as a roommate even. Um, so I was wondering if you guys what, had any advice. What was the, with the breakup, what was the breakup prompted by? Like, why was it so nasty? So I think it was like one of those volatile love, you know, when it was yeah. great, it was amazing. When it was bad, it was about as bad as it can get. Like, yeah. you know, there's no shortage of love and passion, but right. I think what it comes down to is, you know, he was a Birmingham boy, grew up in a small town in Alabama and, you know, this is New York, I grew up on Long Island, you know, had a big group of friends, and I value my friends and my family so incredibly much, and he put me definitely first, and I think our biggest fundamental difference is I always, you know, put my family and friends, you know, top of my list, always, so, you know, on weekends, there's always a struggle, he just wanted to hang out with me and stay in while I was in a new city with him, trying to, you know, make a life for myself and, you know, make a group of friends. Mm-hmm. So I think fundamentally that was probably our biggest thing that, you know, tore us apart. He was a country bumpkin. You can say it. <laughs> what? Just say he was a country bumpkin. You were a city girl. <laughs> <laughs> you had stars in your eyes. <laughs> That's true. Well, I think it's always... Well, also, like, he got really depressed at one point in our relationship because he was previously married. Oh. That brought him down. So there was just, there's so much to it. Right. So, I mean, I, I know I'm better off, but I still, I can't get over it. I, you know, I, know. I, miss, I miss speaking with him or I don't know what it is, but you know, I gotta, I gotta shake it. <laughs> yeah. That's never easy to go to transition mm-hmm. from something that feels so comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and seemingly for a while really stable. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never lived with a guy, but, um, I think just transitioning. I'll probably kill Justin before we move out. I know, seriously. <laughs> he, he, would never li- he would never survive. <laughs> it's, but I can't imagine. But I think, I think that, you know, in your case, because I think in your gut, from what I, mm. I'm hearing, like you knew that maybe it was not right. Mm-hmm. And, right. you know, it, it truly is like an opportunity for you to again, like be on your own mm-hmm. and, and, and know what it feels like to, to not depend on that person at the end of the day. Yes, mm-hmm. of course it's nice. You're going to get that right. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I feel like I went through that too when like, you know, I broke up with 
with um, my ex and you, you, you're thrown back into like this severe state of independence mm-hmm. emotionally um, and in a lot of other ways. Um, do you feel like you're just thinking about it like all day, every day, or it's just like moments or some days like it kind of hits you harder than others? I think I think about it more than I should at this mm-hmm. point, to mm-hmm. be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't know how much I miss him versus just miss being in a relationship or mm. having that comfort of coming home to a guy, you know, to snuggle up and watch TV and just that that comfort. But at the same time, when I was living with him, I wanted to have my cake and eat it too. I wanted to be able to... Having your friends and family isn't having your cake, though. I feel like if you're <laughs> going to be broken up, like this sounds like for the reasons that you broke up, those are the best reasons to possibly break up with someone. I would die for my friends and family. And if someone can't adjust their life or if I'm feeling mm-hmm. like I'm not balancing my life with them um, because of my friends and my family, I think that's the best way to kind of leave it off. And I think it's – this is like literally when you're in your 30s, this is a 30s breakup, you mm-hmm. know, where it's like a fundamental right. difference of – the way that we align ourselves or the way that we align our lives. And it's not because of like immature things. And I think that's what's so hard about getting older is you still like the person and you're amicable and you're not like no one cheats on someone else or blah, blah, blah. And that's what makes these even more emotional and even more like in touch. Right. But then it made me question like, okay, am I too into my friend? Yeah. Where like my, you know, just to give you an example, I had a friend that moved to DC for her boy and literally in two years have not made a but one friend, but she's perfectly happy. She's married. She's doing her, or at least on the surface, it seems, it seems she's happy. Like, was I wrong for trying to make a life for myself in Atlanta? I mean, even to this day, I have like 20 best friends in Atlanta. Should I focus more on our relationship or did mm-hmm. I subconsciously know he wasn't the one? So part of me questions like, do I care about my friends too much that I'm not going to ever get married one day? Cause no, no, I, I think like there was a part of you that knew Mm -hmm. and like I was talking about this the other day like there is like your higher self is guiding Mm -hmm. you to like make these what you might think are mistakes or just guiding you to to deal with things in a certain way because your higher self knows Mm -hmm. like he was not the one he should want to integrate with your friends too. like like, that is so important that is like top five yeah like Justin is like my friends like Oh, my God. One time I had this, like, falling out with a girl, and she's like, I liked hanging out with Justin more than you. But anyways, <laughs> so, like, your friend should, like, want to, like, he should want to get to know your friends and get to know your life and be a part of it. So you moved from New York City to be in Atlanta with him. Yes. I mean, part of me was looking, you know, it's kind of like my ticket out of New York. I mean, yeah, hell yeah. I would joke around, like, oh, I moved to Atlanta for you. It's like, you know, dying to experience something else in New York. And totally. It's a great opportunity. I was so excited to move to the south and try something new totally and you learned a lot like you know what it did was brought you to atlanta to experience new things you needed to get out of new york everyone needs to get out of new york at one point i feel like too you always think about the ex that's last until you find someone else i like i think it's so true dude like i honestly it's like you only are over someone until you're with someone else i Mm -hmm. swear to god like you can't just be like i have friends like i had a friend that would still talk about someone that she dated like four years ago and no hate, you know, but it's like, cause she didn't have anyone else. And like, you yeah. just do that. Like, it's so true. It's, it's a universal. Pattern. Yeah, man. Like, and I think that's just what it is, but the roommate thing is hard. I don't really know. Like, hopefully I'll never experience Justin and I'm moving out, but I would find that to be doubly as challenging, you know, cause you're with them so much more and it's so much more intimate than, um, 
a regular relationship. So it's an added layer for sure. But what's positive for you is that gives you an extra layer of like relatability and ability to like connect and then help others along their path. You know what I mean? Like you've learned so much from that experience, this experience, you've made so much friends in Atlanta, you said, and you have so much more knowledge about yourself. um, That's going to prepare you better for the next phase or situation or person that you meet. Yeah. I think this is like your, this is kind of launching you into like, into your Mm thirties. And I think it's like redirecting your focus in a way that, you know, whether it's more towards your career or more towards your health or more towards connecting better with friends Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, like it's time. Have you been dating? I mean, I also, I lost 45 pounds since we broke up. Shut up girl. Damn. (laughs) I need to get broken up with. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. That's, you know, also living with him. I mean, now he's a fatty. I, you know, I stopped working out. For I sure. was eating things, so I had to stop myself, too. So you were eating shrimp and grits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's true. Dude, that's fucking amazing. And you're, like, yeah. happy with life. Have you been dating at all? Maybe that's it. You know, getting out there a little bit. Getting a little spicy. Well, then I started dating my best guy friend, and it definitely got me over my ex a little bit. But mm. then when I moved to Boston, things kind of fell apart there. And I think I liked him more than he liked me, but, you mm-hmm. know, so... That was a little minor, a little heartbreak, but um, it definitely helped me to get. Are over you still my friends? Yeah. Um, we were as a couple of weeks ago. I'm not sure what's going on with him now, but I mean, we kept in really good touch since I moved away, and um, who knows if the future holds there. But he definitely helped me get over my ex. Um, he's he's an immature little, little Atlanta boy, so I'm not mm. too worried about it. But it was great that he was able to help me realize, you know, there's other guys out there who can still feel things for other people, and yeah. Um, so that was good. But, yeah, I haven't dated too much in Boston yet, but we'll see. What are Get boys like there. in Boston? <laughs> I don't know if Boston's ready for me yet. What are the boys, what are boys like What are the Boston? boys like? Has it changed since I've been there? Do they love the Red Sox? I haven't really thrown myself into the game yet, um, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, you have so many colleges that are in Boston, so a lot of, you know, <laughs> the graduates in the city, so I think I'm going to date a 20-year-old. <laughs> yeah, date a 20-year-old. Girl, that's how you get over your ex. Date a 20-year-old. <laughs> like, so like, oh, I know, right? Well, I mean, a lot of people get their MBAs, you know, in Boston, and then they stay after to get jobs in the city. So I think the dating ratio of Boston is very good for single women. So I bet boys are, like, really, like, burly. Yeah, they're burly. You know, they're, like... Bearded. <laughs> manly men. Bearded, bearded burly boys. <laughs> Evans, you know the movie uh, uh, yes, Nanny Diaries? What movie? Nanny Diaries. The Nanny Diaries? He's like Captain America, right? Yes, Captain America. Yes. So I like picture him like totally. a bunch of running around in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I completely... And baseball hats. Every guy's wearing a baseball hat. Mark Wahlberg? I yep. Mean, this is like who I picture my future husband, like Tom yep. Brady's of the world. It's Mark like the Wahlberg, town. Chris it's a little Evans. bit like the town. <laughs> Well, I think, I think you need to thrust yourself into the dating scene, but like, you know, keep everything else like super focused like that Mm -hmm. because honestly dating fucking blows sometimes, Mm -hmm. but you can't let it rock you and knock you off what you're doing in your career and with your friends and your health. Like, and I feel like everything's a question until you find the person that you're meant to be with. Yeah. Like everything with dating, if you're like, it's like, well, I, should I call? Should I do this? Like, were they this? Like, I miss them. Everything's like chaos until you meet your person. And so yeah. it will never be like that until you meet your person, unfortunately. 
Well, I love what you guys, when you talked to the bridesmaid for hire, and mm. she kind of saying, like, she, you know, she, her. her life wasn't in place yet. She wasn't in the right mindset mm-hmm. or the right spot in her life to meet someone. So right now, it's to me, like a transition period where I'm kind of doing me, trying to figure mm-hmm. it out, but... Like, if you had someone, it would it would ruin what you have going. And yep. you would make decisions based on being with them or making them happy or something with them that would throw you off the path that you're meant to be on. Totally true. Totally. Girl, I love you. You say yeah. totally like I do. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Court. Oh, I think, I Thank think you so much, you're girl. killing I it. Yeah. Just know you're killing it and it's all meant to happen. And this was a big learning opportunity for you and it's bringing you to the place that you are and you wouldn't change anything for the world. So got to remember that. Thank you. And ladies, I must say, after I listened to your first episode, I was so inspired. I felt so confident and sexy. I actually took my best little uh, sexy Snapchat. Dude, shut up. Shut up. My friend texted me too and was like, hey girl, like just want to let you know you inspired me and sent her boyfriend a nude. (laughs) I was like, that's the best response ever. Oh my god, we should all send them to the creeper. Yeah. Nick, hey, (laughs) you frightened and inspired us. (laughs) 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 That was amazing. You guys had such good suggestions. I literally felt like so much hotter and powered after the show. Girl, work. Take a damn hot selfie. Hell yeah. Oh my god, I love that. Obsessed. We love you. We love you. (laughs) We love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You are killing it. Thank you so much. Keep we'll talk to you soon, girl. girl. We're going to check in with you. Keep us posted on this uh, dating Boston dating scene. Oh, I will. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you know what you're doing. You guys are great. All, All right. You're the best. Bye. Love you. Love, Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, that's so cute. Right? What a doll. Dude, we're inspiring ladies across the universe to embrace <laughs> their bodies and take new pictures. <laughs> no, she's, she's... I haven't done anything in my life. I've done that. She's come a long way. She's so cute. I'm proud of her. I truly am proud of her. She's come along. It was a great question. Um, it was a great question because it actually had me thinking like that's some, I don't have the answers to anything, but I always have an opinion <laughs> whether people like it or not. But mm-hmm. that one, I really don't know what I'd do if I like me and Justin moved. We would never like, I'll literally kill him first, but um, that would be hard. So hard. And I think it's more just the comfort mm-hmm. and the routine. Dude, boys are amazing to live with. I'm going to be real. Yeah. Boys fucking rule to live with. I know. Like they're dreams. They're dirty little dreams. <laughs> Thanks guys for listening. Yeah. Please subscribe to our podcast. Rate and review. Rate and review. Send us your questions. We want to call people Please. Soon, so. And any suggestions or, or requests for interviews are um, welcome. So have a great week, guys. We love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. I don't know about you, but I got this. Punch in my cup.